This is a fresh agenda. Conversations to connect your productivity and creativity and generate your deepest work. Here is your host, Christina Mendonza. This is a fresh agenda where we chat with innovators, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. I'm Christina Mendonca. Glad to have you here in this tiny part of the podcast universe. If you like what you hear on this podcast, please check out my other episodes. Subscribe, share, rate if you have the time. I'd be so appreciative. Today is episode 103, and it comes at the suggestion of a friend of mine who saw this woman and says, you've got to get this woman on your podcast She's a winemaker, so of course, I'm in. But her story is so unexpected and inspirational. Kim Lewis is the owner of Ole Orleans, the city's first and only winery in New Orleans. She tells me why she started her business there, how she did it, what she did when distributors didn't even want to talk to her, and when she was up against the city of New Orleans, which had no laws or regulations allowing wineries. So I think you'll enjoy the conversation. Hopefully find some inspirational stuff in her life that applies to your life. Are you looking to make a change, though? That's my question. I ask because this has something to do with Kim's story. And I've been thinking about her. I took a trip to northern Michigan recently. It's been a goal of my husband and me to get back to his home state, visit areas around Detroit where he grew up. But then we went up to a truly magical place in northern Michigan. It's called Mackinac Island. Now, if you've seen the old Christopher Reeves movie, and it's an old movie, I think it's like 1980, somewhere in time, you've seen Mackinac Island. At least you've seen the Grand Hotel, which is on Mackinac Island. It's the Great Lakes. I've never been to the Great Lakes. It felt like being near the ocean, but you don't smell the ocean, which was really interesting. The island is a combination of Victorian lake homes and gorgeous flowers, recreational areas, even American history. There's a big fort built during the Revolutionary War. It sits on top of the hill on the highest part of the island with living history exhibits exhibits, and just the most beautiful view. There are no cars on the island, so it's either bikes, horses, or your feet. So we did a lot of walking. But what I loved so much about this trip is it got my mind out of the news cycle for a week. I met really friendly, interesting people. I daydreamed about what little Victorian dollhouse I'd most like to live in. And when you're far from home, even still in your home country, but far from home, you start to see possibilities for your life that you can't see in your day to day. That's what this interview is about today. Kim Lewis was a healthcare worker in Louisiana. She was energized by the career at first, but after a while, she realized it's not what she wanted to do for the rest of her life. She took some trips in 2016, and she saw a new possibility for herself. However, Louisiana, not exactly wine grape growing country, and New Orleans is more known for hurricane cocktails, not so much for the Sauvignon Blanc. That's changing because of Kim. Kim saw new possibilities. So Kim, when I think of New Orleans, I have to admit, I think of beignets, I think of great music. I don't really think of wine. You don't think about wine, but you do think about drinking, because that's what New Orleans is known for. (laughs) (laughs) And so with New Orleans being known for all of those great things that you just named and drinking, we have a lot of breweries, a lot of distilleries, but New Orleans does not have a winery, or they did not have a winery. Um, I developed a passion for wine a couple of years ago and, you know, sought out to start my own wine company. But it was only supposed to be online. But as I did the research, I realized that New Orleans did not have a full winery here. So much so that 
City Hall had to make adjustments and amendments to accommodate me. Wow. So, yeah. And so I decided to um, pursue opening up the only winery in the city of New Orleans. Who would have thought, right? Right, right. So tell me, I mean, where do you get your grapes? Are you able to source grapes within the state? I don't know how Louisiana is for for growing wine grapes. Yeah, so Louisiana is horrible for growing wine grapes unless it's Blanc de Bois or Black Spanish grapes, um, which we have both. Um, We outsource the grapes that we get outside of those two varietals from Napa, Lodi, Washington, or Oregon. And we bring those in and we press and, you know, crush and do everything that we need to do here to bring it from grapes to bottle. What caused you to um, have this newfound love of wine? I mean, a lot of younger people, they like distilled spirits and they're drinking more cocktails these days. Where did you fall in love with uh, the grapes? You know, it was traveling for me. 2016, I went on what I call a Kim tour. (laughs) And I toured a lot of different islands in the Caribbean. And I was just fascinated and very pleased with all of the different wines that they made in those islands. And I came back here to the States and compared those wines to the wines that I had and the wines that I would drink here. And I started digging deeper into the wine industry. And, you know, at that time I was in healthcare, and it was very stressful. And they were changing over to CMOs, HMOs. It was just a lot of changes. And I realized that I would not be in that business too long because I was getting tired. I had been in it for seven years. Um, and I needed a change. But I did not know the change would be drastically into what it is here today. Um, like I said, this was only supposed to be an online business. The pandemic actually pushed it into a full-fledged winery. Um, and that is the birth of old Arlene's. Wow. You know, so many people that are in a career like healthcare or like law, or, you know, they're in a, in a different career path. They don't really have the courage to just stop down and say, I'm going to do t- something totally different with my life. What gave you the courage to think, okay, I can do this? New life gave me the courage to do it. I was at a new chapter in my life, um, freshly, um, divorce, um, and I just wanted something new, something uh, different. Um, I was starting over, so I wanted to start over with a 360 completely full. I didn't want to halfway do it. Um, Starting over was a good thing for me uh, in a various amount of ways. It allowed me to create a company that connects people, that creates conversations, conversations that exposes me to new new things, new beginnings, new people, new conversations, um, new experiences that I probably would have never experienced had I not gotten into wine. Just recently, I did like a little wine tour. I went up to New York, Illinois, um, a whole bunch of states up north, and I toured all the different vineyards and wineries 10 years ago. Probably would not have done that. (laughs) Right. Right. Who were your mentors? Who helped you get um, rolling? Who did you turn to for advice and counsel as you made this big change in your life? God. God. I had no mentors. I've been in business. I've been an entrepreneur for over the 12, for over 12 years. 
and getting into this industry, people wanted to charge me ten to twenty thousand dollars to start a winery, not including the wines and different things like that. And I just refused. One day I was like, you know what? You are smart. You started businesses. You started successful businesses. You can literally do this, and you can do it on your own. And I did. I took the time out, the application that I was being charged $20,000 for, I did it on my own for free. I had no guidance. And I have learned the hard way. I've learned what to do in this industry, what not to do, who to deal with, who not to deal with. So, And it's a constant learning game. It's a constant learning example, but for the better. Wow. That's really inspirational. What gave you that strength? What in your life, in your past experiences, gave you all of this confidence to start a business that in the beginning you didn't know much about? I live by the motto, if not me, then who? I do. That's right. my motto. My right. strength, if not me, who? Do other women approach you, uh, other women uh entrepreneurs? Are you uh, assisting them, counseling them, talking to other women about their businesses, or are you just so busy running your winery you're, you're not able to? Um, at one point, I had a program called DIY Do-It-Yourself Business 101, where I would help other women, not just women, men, entrepreneurs, period, with whatever their ventures were, businesses, business plans, getting started, whatever it may be. But Excuse me, with the winery um, expanding to so many different retail accounts and locations, it's very busy, and so I don't have the time to do that any longer. But there was a point in time where I offered ebooks, programs, consulting, everything above, you can name it. I was offering it, but I. It's just so busy at the moment, and I don't have the time to do it anymore. When you were starting up, how did you identify a winemaker? Where did you go to find someone in Louisiana who knew how to make wine? Well, it didn't start in Louisiana, so I originally started looking for winemakers in Texas. And I went through a few samples. I went through some trials. Companies ghosted me and everything. And then I was like, you know what? Let me bring this back home. We only have seven. If I can't find somebody to help me and make wine out of seven, then I'm the problem. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I just went down the list and eventually I located a winery that was willing to take a chance. They took a chance. They took a chance on me and I'm grateful and I'm appreciative because without them, I probably would not be here. Mm -hmm. Um, And they took a chance and they assisted me with getting my first two wines started. I launched in 2019 and I've been rolling ever since. But I must say, I do not... I cannot take all the credit because I have a team that works with me. And without my team, it will be no all our leagues. We have a tasting room here. Um, we have warehouse operations. We have a technology department. And we all work together as a team. I may be the brains, but it's the team that keeps it beating. Nice. Um, so obviously you're doing well. So talk to me about how you were received at first and what kind of wine did you want to make? How I was received at first, (laughs) not seriously. (laughs) I was laughed at. I had a few doors closed. I was brushed off by the distributors. It it was funny. And, you know, all to say I eventually made a comeback and had to have those 
distributors sitting at my table that I was sitting at the head of. So it comes back around. Um, the wines that I wanted to make at first, I've always wanted to make Merlot first, but I did not start off with Merlot. I started off with Blanc de Bois, which is the Louisiana grape. Um, and it sold very well, and it still sells very well. Actually, our old Carrollton Sydney Sweet is what sells the most. It's our top seller. Mm. And that is a Louisiana grape. It's a southern hybrid grape that sustains all of the humidity and, you know, the diseases that grapes go to while growing on the vine. You know, you you mentioned you were kind of laughing, saying at first it didn't go well, they didn't take you seriously, and, and the doors were closed, and um, you were laughing about it. Um, it made me a little angry for you. <laughs> but tell me, um, I mean, how did you deal with that kind of rejection? You know, I'm a strong woman. I'm very strong. So I don't, um, I don't look at things, you know, I deal with it for a few minutes. You're allowed to have a few minutes, but it's not going to dictate my day. It's not going to control me. It's not going to deter what I have in tunnel vision. So when that door was closed, it's okay. I, I felt it for a moment. Gather yourself, but you got to keep going. That door was closed and walked into three more that would open. So you can't live in that moment. I don't believe in living in the moment of denial or um, living in a moment of failure. Feel it and keep going. Gosh, that that's brilliant. And I like how you talked about having this internal vision, because when you have that internal vision, it's tough for someone to push you off course, isn't it? Yeah, nobody can push me off. I have to give you that power. And if I don't give you that power, you can't do it. There's nothing that anybody can do that can deter me or push me away from what I have planned or what my goals are. I got to give you that power. And nobody's worth me giving them that power. So where can we find your wines? Um, Are they being distributed in California yet? Or are you doing more of an online concept for other states? No. So we ship to over 35 states. We are physically located in Texas and Louisiana. But great news is we are headed to California physically. We just got our license actually last week to head to California. We have our license and we're headed to Tennessee, Alabama, and Georgia. Um, We are also available physically in New York. We are available in North Dakota. Hmm. Great. What are you most proudest? Um, what gives you just intense pride when you think of it, when you look back on your journey so far? I did it. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, I did it. Because this is something that a lot of people can't do or I don't have the experience to do or are scared to do. It's just the fact that I did it. Yeah. That's that's the biggest highlight for me. There are a lot of uh, people in this industry, um, and, you know, this is a Caucasian male-driven industry, not even just a Caucasian-driven industry, male-driven. And I had so many doubters, so many comments, don't do it, oh, this may not be what you want, it's harder than what you think. I had so many comments and people trying to deter me from doing it. I did it. I did what they said that I couldn't do. I was able to reach a goal. I was able to reach a point in where I 
surpassed some of the people who told me don't do it. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is an intense uh, point of pride. So talk to me a little bit more about the wine. So, um, you know, what do you like to pair it with? What wine with what um, Louisiana or New Orleans dish? So I would say my favorite pairing would be a bowl of gumbo with our Merlot that is named gumbo. Absolutely delicious. So divine. Um it pairs very well, very well with all of the meat. You know, red wine goes really well with meat, beef, pork, whatever you decide. But it's a great wine for me. There's so many meat in that gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> it just it highlights the whole dish. Outside of that, I would have to say the old Carrollton, which is the Blanc de Bois. It pairs very well with seafood, which is your New Orleans history. New Orleans is known for its seafood and its Cajun food. That Blanc de Bois picks up all of those aromas and scents. Very well, Pam. Gosh, my mouth is watering. That sounds great. Um, So I just have to ask you, um, where can um, people connect with you? So, you know, we've talked about where they can buy your wine, but if they would like to connect with you personally, um, where can they do that? So they can go to oarlene.com and visit us online. There's an info uh, info button at the end where it says contact us. They can visit us on Instagram at O Orleans, or they can visit us on Facebook at O Orleans Wines and Spirits. Or if they want to shoot an email, they can send us one at info at oarleans.com. Great. Something I ask every one of my guests, I'll ask you now, what do you do? Um, obviously, you're not only entrepreneurial, but very creative. What do you do to replenish your creative energy? What is um, a habit or uh, something that you like to do when you need to refresh? Kim is a cowgirl. I ride horses. I have a horse. I ride horses. Uh, three ch- I have three children, three dogs, three horses. <laughs> and so between the kids, the horses, and the dogs, <laughs> that is my energy. Uh, I ride horses. I spend time with my dogs and my kids. And together, I love to travel with my dogs and my kids. Oh, well, Kim, thank you so much for your time and uh, and being with me here on A Fresh Agenda. Um, I'm going to admit something to you that I haven't admitted to many people. I am uh, 52 years old, and I have okay. never been to New Orleans. What? I know. Is that crazy? And especially because my yes. my husband is a, like an amazing cook and uh, makes New Orleans dishes, but I have never been with him. So that is our goal this year to get to New Orleans. And when I do, I'm visiting, I'm, I'm paying you a visit. You have to come down and visit us and you have to come down and come to the tasting room. Definitely. Will do. We love to have you. Will do. And thank you for the invitation. I will be there. So thank you so much, Kim. I appreciate your time and I appreciate what you're doing. And you are inspirational to so many people. Thank you. And I just want to let you know, because I know that you're with iHeartMedia, Old Arlene's Wine will now host the Old Arlene's Wine on a River by Our Heart Radio starting next year. So we have sponsored the entire event. Ugh. That is wonderful to hear. I love it. 
All right, Kim, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. You're welcome. You have a great day. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Kim Lewis of Old Orleans Wines. She has a great story, beautiful website. You can visit her there. Also, if you were inspired by Kim's story, don't forget to get your tickets for the Women's Empowerment Experience. It happens August 21st. It's under the stars at Quarry Park Amphitheater. I'll be there speaking and hosting. We also have Amber Garza, who's a best-selling author. I did a podcast with her a few weeks ago. And then Laurieann Code, who is a certified life coach, she'll be there. And then our keynote speaker is Sherry Fitzpatrick. And you know Sherry from wonderful chocolate dip strawberries. She's the inventor of those and just made it huge with that company. Incredible food and desserts, live music from Skylar's Pool featuring Kitty O'Neill, who is uh, my coworker at KFBK, as well as such a talented musician. You deserve a night of empowerment and self-care and inspiration and fun. So join us there at the Women's Empowerment Experience, August 21st. Just do a uh, quick Google search for that. It'll pull up the tickets, or you can also look in the show notes, and I'll have a link there for you as well. Thank you so much for being here for this edition of A Fresh Agenda. If you like what you hear, the best way to let me know is to let others know with a review on either iTunes, SoundCloud, or iHeartMedia. Just Google A Fresh Agenda. You'll find a spot to leave some thoughts. You can also visit my website. It is MendonsaMedia.com. I'm Christina Mendonca. Thanks for being here. Let's stay connected. Conversations to connect your productivity and creativity. This is A Fresh Agenda. (laughs) 